Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. And boy, are we going to keep it real. I was saving this person to kick off Women's History Month. That's right. Recognizing all the great women in history and how far we've come, baby. And we're just getting started. So Susan is going to answer any question you possibly could have in a fun, lighthearted, down-to-earth way on sex. That's right. Oh, I love her. I love her. Oh, she just made me feel so relaxed with so many difficult questions. Here's just a few things we tapped into. One, why sex is a mindfulness practice. That's right, a mindfulness practice. Woohoo! You know, I love that. Common sexual myths and misunderstandings. My 17-year expanded orgasm practice, not mine, hers, (laughs) overcoming sexual performance anxiety. You are definitely going to want to hear this entire episode or watch her because I put her on Zoom. Like it, rate it, share it. I so appreciate it. And just a shout out for everyone who's been sending me awesome individual clients, corporate clients, and speaking engagements. I feel so blessed. Enjoy. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. All right, my let's keep it real people. You've been begging me to bring on another sex expert. So I decided this time I was going to search long and hard for somebody that I could relate to. And I know you're going to love. And I also decided this is a special treat. You're going to get to see her. Welcome, Susan. I'm so happy you're here and you're down off the slopes. I am down off the slopes, but it's snowing right now, Sandy. I'm in Beaver Creek, Colorado, and I've been here for a few days. It's an incredible ski resort and I'm heading out to the slopes right after this. So I'm so happy to connect with you. I'm we're, we're from a similar location. I'm from Philadelphia area as well. So that's always nice. And I love that you looked for me long and hard and found (laughs) exactly what you wanted. Oh my, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Can I tell you something? People call that a Sandy ism because the things that come out of my mouth, they're like, you don't even know half the stuff you say. And I'm like, there was Sandy is number one. <laughs> All right. Well, we always start out asking my guest. Yeah. I need one word to best describe your past 30 days. And why'd you pick that work? It could be Ooh. anything and be real with us. I think it would probably be pumping. Okay. And the reason it would be pumping is that I'm actually coming back from long haul COVID and I had real chronic fatigue for, Uh I mean, over a year, it was really difficult. And once I started getting well enough to work out, Mm. I started working with a trainer and he was so slow with me, but my balance was terrible. And I was just, I was like decrepit and now my energy is, has come back. It was like 10 weeks into working out with my trainer. I started out at three days a week. Then I went to five days a week. Then I'm like, just come every day. And in 10 weeks, I said, this is crazy how 
different it is for me between when we started and 10 weeks later. He's like, yeah, that's why it's called a 12 week transformation series. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I told I'm having the experience of having a 12 week transformation. And so I, I've gotten my blood pumping again. Good. Which has gotten my life thrumming again. I, yeah. I almost think that because I'm a sex expert, I'm an int- intimacy expert to millions. What I try to do is I, I don't, I'm not a therapist. I'm a publisher of passionate lovemaking techniques. I teach lovers how to transform having sex into making love. And there are three pillars to that, Sandy. Mm. The first one is wait, wait, I gotta have a sip of my tea for I love you, Mom. <laughs> the first take notes. I'm taking notes. Is sex techniques. You actually have to learn how to be a good lover. And there are infinite numbers of them. And I'm constantly coming up with new ones and writing them to give people ideas because people need inspiration and education. The second is communication. If you can't ask for what you want then how are you going to have a satisfying sex life? Because your sex life evolves like your personal growth. Mm. It's, it's part of your maturation. And then the third thing is sexual health. Because if your parts aren't working, you can't enjoy pleasurable sex. Mm. And most of my fans and followers are middle-aged lovers, married, in long-term relationships. And they want to know how to keep it going when the masculine <laughs> and feminine are so different. And the number one thing is blood flow. And so pumping for me yeah. was about getting my blood flowing again. A mm. girlfriend just emailed me and she said, I've had a terrible mold exposure and I used to be very orgasmic and mm. I've lost my orgasm. How <sighs> do I, my health seems to have come back, but it is very hard for me to achieve orgasm. What do I do? And I said, well, I'll call you because I've got a few questions to ask you to help you get, you know, laser focused on exactly let's pinpoint where the problem is and let's get laser focused on it. So I can tell you exactly mm. the steps to solve it. And then if that doesn't work, we'll, we'll, we'll do yeah. some more probing, yeah. but it's almost always a loss of blood flow that diminishes our orgasmic intensity. And mm. so I think the, the pumping, and I also have a second company that makes blood flow supplements. I make an organic blood flow Ooh. supplement because so many, I'll send you some, so many women tell me I've lost lubrication. Sex is painful for me. My Ooh. husband's not as hard as he used to be. I'm just, I'm not feeling the sensation I used to feel. And I'm like, well, the ve- ground zero thing you have to do is you have to start with a nitric oxide mm. supplement. It's not your hormones. It's actually a loss of blood flow to the pelvis. As we age, we don't have the blood yeah. pumping capability. So um, I think that's why I picked that word pumping. <laughs> For so many reasons. (laughs) For a lot of reasons that I love. And it opens up a lot of questions here. So let's go to the big one that my audience wants to know. Ask me anything. Being the, well, this is an easy one. Will working out help their sex life? Of course. Yes, it will. I mean, the very first thing that it will do is it will help you have more orgasmic intensity and pleasure. The second thing it will do is it will help you have more energy for having sex. I mean, it, it. you, the difference between someone in their forties and someone in their sixties and how much sex they can have late at night is gigantic. I mean, you just get tired when you get old. So the more you work out, the less tired you are, the more energy you have. The other thing that's very important is that one of the things that keeps sex fun is having a lot of sex positions, being able to go from (laughs) he's on top 
to she's on top, to she's squatting yeah. on him, holding the, the sleigh bed headboard, to yeah. their doggy style, looking <laughs> in the mirror on the bedroom wall, to he's standing up off the edge of the bed and she's got her legs in the air. I mean, when you can flow that work. like that <laughs> yeah. and you can just move around, that keeps sex fun, which keeps it, the variety keeps it interesting. It helps you get more pleasure. And it's just, if you, if you can't have that energy, if everything hurts and you can't yeah. move around and you don't have the fluidity of movement and your joints that you need to keep go, when you work out, it keeps your joints moving and fluid. And when you don't, you get, you seize up. Well, you so, know, I'm, I'm recording this and we're going to use this as a testimonial for my business. It's going to be the number one thing now on my website. <laughs> Good. Feel free. <laughs> I am a testament to, to the benefits of exercise for great sex. <laughs> Thank you so much. That answers a lo- about 50 questions going down here because, you know, I hear, oh my goodness, if I hear this one more time, yeah. well, if I work out then I'm going to be exhausted and I want to have sex. And I keep saying, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that yeah, trust it me. It builds I, your energy. I have so much energy and I work out a lot and I'm yeah. 62. I'm like, I, yes. I, I, you yeah. know, and it's yes. because I work out. Yes. That's so, it. First, you have to rest. Yeah. When you're first getting going, you've got to let your body acclimate and you need to take your rest. I mean, remember very, very, very early on in my recovery phase of my exercise program where we were really working on my balance. I could barely mm. turn my head and walk straight or anything. Now I can go up a hundred stairs backward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just, it comes back. Yeah. I can ski forward and turn around and look for my friends behind me <laughs> on skis going fast down a yeah. mountain. I couldn't have done that. Wow. Three or four months ago. I couldn't have done that at all. I couldn't have even been on skis. You have to rest in the beginning. You have to have patience, which we're not good at. It builds your reserves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mood lifter. It's not only a panty dropper exercise. It's a mood lifter. This is getting better and better, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. You heard it. Okay. So now here you are, the thick of COVID. Did it affect your sex? It had to. It had to affect. I didn't have sex. For yeah. months and months and months, I couldn't. So you know the difference firsthand, man. And it man. impacted my org, my my orgasm disappeared. I couldn't have an orgasm mm. for months and months and months. I knew I was getting better. I can tell how I'm feeling by how my libido is responding. When I'm not mm. interested in sex, I'm not feeling well, and I rest. Yeah. And then I feel it come back and I'm like, oh, I'm getting better. I'm recovering. I'm coming through things. I recently, last week I went and I had a new crown put on my, one of my teeth. I'm, I've replaced all seven of my crowns with non-metal to get all that metal out of my head. Cause I want to last you. another 50 years. <laughs> and I've got PRP for my hair because I lost half my hair during COVID. So I got the platelet rich plasma, the vampire hair lift Ooh, I and never the heard vampire of that. facelift. I'll tell you about it. It's fantastic. Okay. And the, we're going to have to do a two part series, Sandy, we because are, we're talking health in part one, because it's so fundamental, yeah. you know, how you feel about how you look is so important to your sex life too. And I had the PRP on my face and I had the PRP on my hair, but I've also had PRP in my clitoral structure. I've had something called an O shot or orgasm shot six 
times. I've heard now, about that. Since I was 55, I've been getting one about every year. Uh -huh. And it took a couple of them to really reconstitute my orgasmic intensity back to feeling like I was 30 again. Mm -hmm. And just before I got COVID, I'd done three PRP hair restoration treatments, 90, 90 days apart, three. It took me a year. And my hair was as thick as it was when I was in my thirties. And then I got COVID and lost it all. And I thought, Oh God, well, I did it once. I'll do it again. You know, when you, when life knocks you down, you get back up. And if it worked before you yeah. do it again and you yeah. get yourself back, you can't stop railing against atrophy and aging. You know, you've got to keep it going. So PRP in a nutshell is they take a, a vial of your blood just right out of your arm, like a blood draw, like you were donating blood, but not even a whole bag, just a little vial. They put it in a centrifuge. They spin it and take off the white and the red blood cells. And what's left is this golden broth, a, a fibrin rich matrix that has healing factors and cytokines and mm. all of the things that your body uses to repair wounds. And then they inject it into your head, into your scalp, and it stimulates new Ooh. hair growth. It's targeted growth factors. And then in your skin, what they do is they take a, a skin pen, like almost like a dermal roller, but okay. a little bit yeah. more yeah. aggressive. And they, they, you know, topically kind of wipe it on there and scratch it in a little bit. It heals by the time you're home, you barely know you got it, wow. but it brings new collagen and all kinds of good things to the skin wow. that you can't get. And they, and you can do fillers with it too. So they thicken it and put fillers in like the cheek area to pull up the nasolabial folds and things like that. And so mm. it grows your new tissue back when they put it in your penis or your clitoris, the spongy tissue that is our erectile tissue. And we met men and women have the same amount of erectile tissue. Men are outies and women are innies, but our yeah, vulva is yeah. wrapped in erectile tissue. And when that PRP is inserted into the erectile tissue, it, it's a sponge, it soaks it up and it rebuilds the tissue. Many mm -hmm. women get very thin. They, their, their clitoris shrinks, their labia shrink. They become very flaccid. Yeah. And yeah. the more flaccid you are, the less surface area you have that to send pleasure signals to your brain, which is why the nitric oxide booster that I have called flow is, and I'll give you a link to that. It's at the 20 store, T-H-E-2-0-store.com. Or you can just go to buyflownow.com. Okay. That sends blood into that tissue to expand it. So you feel mm. the pleasure again. Mm. So it's, it's all, it all works on the same principles of pumping yes. blood. So interesting. <laughs> again, we're back to pumping. We're, we're back, back to, to pumping. pumping. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh my goodness. All right. So we're going to, we're going to switch. We're still going to stay with Let's the switch. health, mind and body, but the myth that we hear, and I heard you talking about this and I got a lot of questions about this. Okay. That's not just how you're going to have an orgasm. Some women have it with penetration. Yeah. Some don't yet. It's okay. That's just your body. And I hear you went, no, 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 That's no. That's malarkey. Malarkey. So tell us all about it, woman. Yeah. Yeah. Orgasms are a learned skill. And there are over 20 kinds of orgasms that our body can have, male and female. And, uh, you know, when we're born, we're all born Wait, wait, female. wait. 20? Yeah, 20. 20. 20. There are, when we're born, we're all born female. And then 
the half of us turn into males when we get a testosterone wash about 16 weeks into gestation. But we start out with exactly the same parts. Now, when we come out of the womb, they're in a different order, but we have mm. all the same parts. The female has the G spot, the male has the prostate. We have the same amount of erectile tissue inside our vulva as our male body partners do in their penis. And half of their erectile tissue sticks out and half goes inside their body. And if I leave you with anything in this episode, it's that your erectile tissue needs care and feeding and the care and feeding it needs is blood flow. So, and that, and genital massages are very, very important, especially as we age to keep us in desire. So we can have 20 kinds of orgasms. We can have locations that we touch that generate orgasmic pleasure, mm -hmm. such as playing with our nipples, touching our clitoral structure, vaginal orgasms, footgasms, bellygasms, you know, there's all kinds of yeah, gasms. Yeah, yeah. And then there's orgasmic techniques like expanded orgasm or erotic hypnosis, which is a, a talking you through orgasm on command, verbal command, which is a learnable skill. And then there are tools and toys and objects, whether that's sex toys or lingerie or whatever it might be that turns you on and gives you orgasms. So we have all these abilities and we think in our mind, because we have a limiting belief that we have just a clitoral orgasm or maybe a cervical or vaginal orgasm and some people can have it and some people can't or yeah. men think that the only kind of orgasm they have is an ejaculation and that's their orgasm and actually they're entirely separate systems in the body that they've conflated in their mind as being the orgasm they have but they can have 20 kinds of orgasms too they can have all the kinds of orgasms we can have so when fellow sex experts who are younger than i who are still learning the ropes are they say well you know not all women can have penetration orgasms. Mm -hmm. And so you need to focus on clitoral pleasure. Yes. Well, the clitoris wraps around the vagina. It literally, it, it's like a bracelet, a golden, beautiful bracelet of erectile tissue. It's literally the, the lack of engorgement or blood flow that a woman doesn't get to because she rushes penetration because it's not that pleasurable for her. Mm -hmm. and, or she thinks it's not going to happen. So she's just going to make her partner happy. And so, she, and then he thinks, well, she's not the kind of woman who can have that orgasm. And so they go through their whole marriage with her just kind of like putting up with intercourse and hoping she has an yep. orgasm some other way due to a simple limiting belief that is promulgated by other quote unquote sexperts who haven't really learned much about sex yet. So what I say is that all orgasms are learned skills, and it is up to your choice as to how many you'd like to learn and how to orgasmically cross train. One of the things that I like to do is let women know that using sex toys or tools to help them learn to have better orgasms is step one. Well, step one is take some nitric oxide, for God's sakes, get some blood flow going. If you've got any problem, at yep, all. if you're I over 40, you've got half the nitric oxide you used to have. I mean, it is the most simple solution. And then there are four kinds of vibrators that I think every couple or every woman should have that do different types of stimulation to the vulva. 
And when she's doing this different type of stimulation, she's essentially orgasmically cross-training herself to, to have orgasms in different ways. And that can then enter over into, as she becomes more and more able to have orgasms from different type of stimulation, then she's able to have orgasms from penetration without any vibration, without any mm. direct clitoral stimulation, just from the pleasure of having the engorged vulva. I know I really sound like a sex nerd now. <laughs> Uh, just filled with blood. She's turned on. She's had mm. enough time to get her erection because for women, you've heard 20 minutes of foreplay. That's like a, that's like a rule of thumb, 20 minutes of foreplay. Yes. Yes. How many couples are really doing 20 minutes of direct <laughs> vulva foreplay to get her to the point where she's having an erection internal, like he's having yeah. an erection external. I yeah. mean, this is how our bodies work. So she's thinking, oh, I'm just not the kind of woman or, yeah. it's, you know, I'll just make do or what. Ha-. And that always breaks my heart because I want every woman to love intercourse and to yes. be multi-orgasmic and having orgasms the whole time they're making love. They're having intercourse. <laughs> Versus I love what you talked about you and your husband. Cause I think that's amazing. You know, that you shared that and I'm, I'm yeah. happy you did because I think you're right. Many couples are like, okay, I had this orgasm. So now let's just penetrate and you know, he'll be happy. Right. And that's, and you said that you felt that way for many years and then mercy voila. sex it's mercy sex your mercy husband sex. doesn't want mercy sex he <laughs> wants you to be having orgasms the entire time he's inside. absolutely and so do you and yeah. literally if i can change your mind and all of a sudden you're like oh shoot maybe i could learn how to do it i'm like yes girl please girl, learn how to do it. And one of the fun things about it is that when you begin as beginners together as partners, no matter how long you've been together, Mm. it gets the new relationship energy going again, where you're like, this is our mission. We're going to get you to come from intercourse. Let's give it a try. No performance anxiety, no pressure. Let's just play. Let's just see where it takes us. On my website, betterlover.com, I have a video series called Penetration Orgasms, How to Have Penetration Orgasms. And I go through all the tips and techniques that you can try because for different women, it can be different things that finally unlock it for her. So that's available and it's free. So that's a resource for anybody who's listening to Sandy and I. If you're listening and you're like, okay, tell me more. Yeah. (laughs) I think they're going to be. Yeah. (laughs) It's available. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you names, but you know, I've owned health clubs my whole life and I just sold them in 2019, but I also taught all the classes and I taught a lot of spin classes and I did have a class that, you know, we, we called it the cherry popper Uh and everybody had a name. And if you were in first, like you had to come in the class, we just had fun. We were getting so bored with spin after many years that you got to have your name, you know, your sex name. And it didn't matter, male or female. That's cute. And it was my most packed sold out class. Yeah. Because they loved having their sex name, their fun name. It wasn't just about dancing on a pole because the men wanted it. The females, oh, you're you're new. It's a cherry popper. And they loved that class. And matter of fact, for my 40th birthday, they had the whole thing decorated when I walked in with dolls and five. It was just hysterical. And we had a kid center. They're like, close the door, close the door. But it was all fun. They had so much fun. Now, that being said, some of them were concerned in my other classes. A lot of the women would have orgasms and spin because you go up down on the seat. Sure. I said, okay, it's a bonus. I don't know what to do. 
Exactly. Enjoy. Have as many as you possibly can. Life is short. Carpe diem. Yeah. It doesn't matter who. And I'd be like, they come up, they go, Sandy. I'm like, yeah. And I could tell on their faces, like, I already know. And they're like, oh my God. I go, well, what do you think you're doing? You're going up, down, up, down, up, yeah. down. Right? Yeah. It was fun. It was just so fun. All right. I, I have so many questions here. And I'm going to apologize beforehand. I'm not going to get to them all, but she's well, let's do a rapid fire. Well, Ask here me we a go. Bunch and then we can come back. I'll do okay. like real fast answers to everything, as many as you want. And then you can be like, okay, now go back and delve into this. All right. You got it. All right. Wait. Number one, <clears throat> what the freak is the golden rule? Okay. So that's a simple one. The golden rule is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, but you can't treat your partner the way you want to be treated because you're an entirely different person. And this is kind of an, this is kind of a relationship piece of it, which is that you have to do the platinum rule, which is to treat your partner the way they want to be treated. And I have an ebook. It's one, it's probably one of my most popular. I've, I've, there's probably been over 120,000 copies sold that it's uh, you can get it really cheap. If you go to my, relationship magic. It's a workbook that helps you figure out your relationship values and your partners. So you can be treated and treat each other the way you want to be in the relationship instead of treating your, when you treat your partner the way you want to be treated, they're like, why are you doing this? What is this thing? I don't, this is not helpful for me. And so it's very clarifying to do the relationship values workbook. And it gives you a really solid foundation for being in a great relationship together. It's fascinating. And it's good for singles to figure out what it is you want most. So you can find out if someone might be willing to give that to you. The second one, by the way, this guy, it's hysterical, but he wrote in, he said, do you ever hear that song, Sandy? I like pina coladas. And I know what he's talking about, but he didn't realize his mate, like the same things he did. You like Uh pina coladas, walks in the ring. How can he approach his wife, who he thinks is very conservative of his needs? He just doesn't know how to bring it up. Yeah. And he loves her. They've been married uh, 22 years. Yeah. There are two things that I can tell you. The first is that Dr. Terry Real is a friend of mine, and he has a concept called fierce intimacy. And it's essentially that you must tell your partner the truth or you're being a bad partner. Honesty is the bedrock of feeling safe and secure in your relationship. And if you can't tell your truth and desire to the person who you love and loves you most, then you are adrift in life. And you must screw up the courage to explain some of the things that you'd like to do and have. And then have your partner be willing to just listen to why they're important, how you envision them. One of the wonderful things about sex between lovers is that let's just say it's a a man and a woman. It doesn't have to be. I'm a, I'm Mm -hmm. a gender spectrum supporter, but when I teach people about intimacy and sexuality, it's best to talk about the masculine and feminine. So I just say man and woman, because that's what most people are in. They're in a a long-term heterosexual monogamous relationship. Women are afraid to tell their man what they want because he takes it as criticism. He thinks he's not doing, he thinks he's doing a bad job. And often women don't know what they want. And I tell women, you do know what you want. It's, it's inside you now. You just have to listen to your intuition, your body wisdom, your body knows what it wants in every moment. 
And for that, I have a technique, which I give away, called the Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T. And the pact is an agreement between couples that makes it very easy to get communication flowing comfortably without hurting anybody's feelings. And so I recommend that your listeners just go to sexualsoulmatepact.com and download that so that we can keep skipping through questions. But for him, a lot of women are conservative. Equally men are too, but more often it's the wife who's mm. more conservative than the husband. And the husband wants to do some things that she, he's afraid she won't want to do. Yeah, yeah. And the best way to do it is to describe it in detail to her so that she gets a sense of what it is because what she's afraid of is the unknown, not the thing you want to do. And partners come up with great ideas and often, my, hu- my husband is a generator of fantastic, sexy ideas. He's always coming up with stuff I'd never think of in a million years. Wow. And then he, one of the things he loves about me is that I'm an adventurous. Yeah, and yeah. he loves when I create adventurous, fun things to do. So we have learned over that we've gone from not talking about things, withholding things, stuffing things, mm. uh, walking on eggshells to sharing all of our thoughts and getting joy from it. And that comes from this fierce intimacy, being willing to stand in the discomfort until you come to the knowing and comfort. Isn't that with everything in life? You got to stay with it. it. Yeah. It it affects everything. And I really want to say that I think that's huge that you're telling people it's not like it's always was like that in your marriage. So there is hope for people that want to work it out and love their partner. So Awesome. 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 Okay. Big one over and over again, women, most of them over 50, they just don't feel like they got it going on anymore. How can they feel sexy again? You know, they, they look at themselves in the mirror, they work out. Most of this crew works out, but they just don't feel, you know, you like that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things and a lot of your show is about mindset and mindfulness. And one of the things that's important to understand is that intimacy, sex, is a mindfulness practice. And as women, we men have some competitive sexual advantages, and women are disadvantaged in certain ways sexually. The first one is that our masculine partners are testosterone dominant, which means they're generally hornier, and they're hornier every day. And we run, even after menopause, on a 28-day cycle, we run with the moon, and we have horny windows nine days after the moon or our period. And that's when we're more likely to be interested in sex. That's number one is that he's always ready to go. And we're not. Our vulvas take longer to engorge than his penis. He's got hemodynamics. That's his second benefit is that or competitive advantage is that he gets erect faster than we do. Mm. So he's ready to go. So we end up having sex rushed, which means the sex isn't as good. And therefore we don't want it because it hasn't been as good for us as it has been for him. Cause it's so easy for him to have an orgasm and so much harder for us. So the foreplay is mm. one of the ways to fix that. So he needs to understand that he's got to seduce you and move you toward pleasure and help you get up your arousal ladder because he's way ahead of you. A guy wrote to me recently and he said, I tried your sex technique and it was amazing. She had the best orgasm she's ever had. And I'm like, which sex technique? I write (laughs) hundreds of sex techniques. This is what I do. And he said, the one to slow down. I'm like, well, that's not actually a technique, dude, but God, you know what I mean? Like, I guess it's a technique. So 
he slowed down and let her catch up. And then she was as orgasmic as she'd ever been. And so that's very important is that for women over 50, we've basically had a lifetime of crappy rushed sex. And we haven't known what we didn't know Mm. about our own libido and our partners treating us the way they want to be treated. They're yeah, playing yeah, the golden yeah. ready to go. So this all this comes around to the same things, doesn't it? And then the other piece of it, I think, is that because we're estrogen dominant, estrogen is the molecule of safety. Women have to be safe. We have to keep ourselves safe. We are prey. And we have been prey for eons. And estrogen is what keeps our amygdala working and is always judging and we're looking at what is going on and thinking about a million things at one time. And this is where the mindfulness piece of it comes in. Your estrogen dominance is making you harshly judge the way you look. It sees every flaw mm. in your body. It is, it's, it's constantly worried about its safety. So it has trouble getting in. You have trouble getting in your body and letting your mind let go. And, and men don't have that at all because of testosterone dominance. They're full speed ahead. They're ready to go. They're horny. They're warmed up. They've got a heart on and boom, they can have an orgasm from intercourse. Like nobody's business. Actually their biggest issue is they come too fast. So yeah, they have yeah. premature ejaculation. They don't have enough stamina. It feels too good for them. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, here we are this crazy mismatched couple. But what you can get from all of that is she <laughs> needs to get out of her head and into her body and realize that he doesn't see the flaws and he loves her and she needs to have a lot more warm up and he needs to slow way down and he needs to tell her how beautiful she is and how mm. much he loves her and how sexy she is verbally all the time. He wants to hear he's doing a great job. He's my king. He's done an incredible job. He's given me incredible orgasm. She needs to hear she's irresistible. She's desirable. She's lovable. She's doing a great job. She needs to be encouraged. When you understand and you come together as a couple and you're like, all right, dude, here we go. (laughs) You slow the heck down and give me a nice vulva massage. (laughs) Tell me how beautiful I am the entire time you're stroking (laughs) me with some nice warm avocado oil. And then we'll see how we do right? This is, this is the answer. We live in an animal body and we are, we are subject to the vagaries of our hormone chemical signaling system and our blood flow systems and all of these things. And once you understand that you're just managing your animal and that's another thing that's in the sexual soulmate pack, the the verbal agreement, how to talk to each other is it's, it's like, don't shoot the messenger. If I tell you what my body needs, softer, harder, higher, lower, you're not doing anything wrong. Don't take it as criticism. That's the feedback. You need to be the winner you want to be. And when yeah. you put it in those terms, couples are like, oh God, yes, that made it good for us. We, we were just like, so walking on eggshells around each other. And mm. what I want is different every day because I'm on a 28 day cycle. He's like, boom, 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 steady state horny every day. Now that explains why I don't want sex all the time. And he's such a horn dog and what he needs to do to get me going. I can't wait for the people to hear this. All right, listen, bunch of questions. And I get this because it's a myth that, all right, you've been married for so many years. They're in their 50s and 60s. It happens to every couple. Just, you know, expect sex just a few times a year and be done with it. That's the way it is. Well, what I like to do and I pride myself on and what I realize people need is something that I call erotic play dates, new ideas for things to do together. Really, what I've ultimately learned that I do is I inspire people and give them permission 
and I expand their limited beliefs. Yes. Yeah. And so I like when I always say couples that play together, stay together, especially in the bedroom. I mean, you can be very platonic. I I was not feeling well from all the PRP and the, and the dental surgery Mm. that I'd had. And I, I hadn't had sex with my, my husband for, I don't know, 10 days because I just didn't feel well enough. I was recovering from the procedures and things that I was doing. I mean, they're they're. I'm putting into the long-term bank, but in the short term, you take a hit when you're doing things like that procedures. And we had a great time. We were doing great and everything. But the minute we made love, then later we were holding hands. We were just closer. We were just more intimate. We were just more connected and you need that, but you can't do same-o, same-o all the time. And so- (laughs) I have a lot of really fun techniques that I'm constantly cranking out for people. One of them is a really fun ebook that has a 360 degree sex position. I call it the Thursday night challenge. It's the kind of thing where, and for your followers, because they're healthy people who work out and they can move around in the bedroom, they're not decrepit yet. No. Um, come full circle, which you, uh, can download for free at come full circle. I had, I couldn't spell it C O M E. I had to spell it C U M F U L L C I R C L E come full circle.com. And it's an illustrated clothing on everything I do is tasteful. Um, clothing on 360. You print it out, you put it in bed and you're like, okay, all right, you do it here. Now you put your leg this way. Okay. Now you're going to flip over and you're laughing and you're having a good time and it's fun again. Um, another one that I have is called seven stimulating sex positions. It's at sevenpositions.com. It's my favorite seven sex positions, how to do them, why I love them. Chingalinga, headboard daddy, yob yum. These are the best fun sex positions. Mm. So that's fun. You can learn new techniques. Like your partner can start to work on becoming a multi-orgasmic man, having full body energy orgasms, which when he's doing that, it is such a turn on for you that it takes your sex life way higher. Um, you could learn female ejaculation, which all women can do. That is a very nurturing, releasing kind of an orgasmic pleasure. You could learn expanded orgasm, which is a couple's practice. You can do until the day you die, whether you can get an erection or not, because some people have intractable ED. And for others, for women, it teaches you how to be massively multi-orgasmic. It's a couple's practice of a clitoral stroking technique. I mean, there's all kinds. You can try new sex toys. You can do all kinds of things. So that's the most important thing is to just find something that sounds like fun and do it together and have a laugh because the joy comes from the silly things that happen, not from doing it perfectly. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, you crack me up. (laughs) I think this is a big one uh, and it stays with the same area with overcome sexual performance anxiety. Yeah. Because man, your mind plays such tricks on you. Yeah. And well, well, the first thing is that performance anxiety affects everyone. Am I going to be able to come? Am I going to come too fast? Are they going to feel good? Do I look okay? I mean, it's all, we always have it. I have it. I still have performance anxiety. My gosh, I can come 20 different ways in 23 million different positions. I've written hundreds of sex techniques and I still have it. It's because of estrogen for us women and for men, it's the stamina thing and the desire to do a great job. So the way you get over it is you realize that it's your mind trying to protect you or your mind putting pressure on you to be perfect. And you put it aside and you connect with your partner. And you let it go. 
and you roll with what is and get in the moment. Performance anxiety comes from remembering a catastrophe in the past or catastrophizing something, projecting catastrophe into the future. That's what anxiety is. Anxiety is when you're not right here, right now together. That's with everything, baby. There you go. All right. I love that. Okay. This is a tough one. Okay. And I've had a few clients that have mentioned this to me. Their husband wants to bring somebody else in the bedroom. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't mm-hmm. have any desire for it, mm-hmm. but they're afraid mm-hmm. of losing them. Yeah. What to do. Now, I've had different people, at, and these are members from my gym. Some, I felt bad they did it just because they didn't want to lose someone. And some were wanting to, you know, yeah. it's for me, how do we answer these people when they really don't want to, but they also don't want to disappoint their spouse? Yeah. Well, I would say um, this is a place where you want to move into potentially talking to a therapist, uh, especially someone who might be an open relationship therapist or a polyamory therapist. And the best place to find those people, and you can do it over Zoom, which is great, is at asect.org, A-A-S-E-C-T dot O-R-G, A-A-S-E-C-T dot O-R-G. However, what I would tell you is that a couple who is very solid in their relationship is really the only kind of couple that should add another person in. And the only way that you can get through listening to your husband have sex with another woman while she's coming and moaning and screaming his name and you're not having those orgasms is to remember that you love that man and you can have as much good sex with him as you want to, too, because he wants to have that sex with you, too. And he is living his life and he deserves to have some freedom and some variety and some pleasure. And you have to experience what is called compersion, which is feeling Mm. happy about his happiness. Mm. And that can, you can hold jealousy and feeling left out and wishing it was you and hearing them moan and having your heart, little heart broken, and it'll cause you to step up. Yeah. At the same time, you can be holding the joy for their pleasure and the happiness he's experiencing and the expansion that he's having and the new techniques he's learning that he's going to bring back to you. Even if you aren't, even if you don't want to be in that as a threesome, yeah, yeah. You could be there in service to them, filling up their glasses of water, making sure the temperature of the room is nice, getting them fresh towels, supporting them emotionally to have their joy together. That takes a very strong woman. Very. I can tell you that I know that we are, as women, that strong. Mm. I think that's a very involved person. I, I don't know. I mean, I've never been put in that situation, but yeah. Well, that's, well, that's the approach. That truly can give joy. That's that is sure. the approach of an evolved. That is the answer. That is the evolved answer. That is the, that's, that's what you try to go with. Now, another thing that you can do is you can also play together where you're always together and you have your boundaries and you bring someone in to the two of you and you don't have to be bisexual as the woman and you can just enjoy being part of it and holding the other woman and cheering them on and making out with her or just whatever you want to do. But you can also bring in another man. Too often couples think that playing together means two women and one man, but two men who are straight, but who enjoy pleasuring a woman completely Mm. and a woman who can receive that level of double pleasure is also 
a real incredible experience for everyone. So not thinking about it so black and white as it's always mm -hmm. two women and a man, mm. but opening your mind to the possibility that two men and a woman can be equally, if not even more pleasurable. Now, um, are there men open to that? Because I would be thinking Oh, oh. And, here you uh, go, baby. A lot of people think about it and they call it cuckolding, but that's a very small number of people who do that. Um, it's more often, and, and this is the alternative, which is called hot wifing. And I don't like these categorical names, but you have to name stuff something. That's where <laughs> two men enjoy giving women pleasure with one guy not being humiliated or the odd man out. Yeah, yeah. Woo, this is lots of fun stuff. There's a uh, lot yeah. of ideas for people and a lot of stuff yeah. that other people haven't covered. So big one, as far as my uh, gay listeners, do you work with gay couples or is that somebody else's expertise? Because you talk right now, you said you mostly deal with heterosexual couples. Well, I don't specifically work one-on-one -on -one with anyone because what I am is a publisher of passionate lovemaking mm. techniques. And the large majority of my of my followers mm. are the large majority of people, which are heterosexual, monogamous, male-female partners, pair bonds, male-female pair bonds. Mm. But um, I support, uh, what I, well, the way I approach things is that you're born in either an XX or XY chromosome body. An XX is the female body with a vulva and estrogen dominance. And the XY is the masculine body with a penis and testosterone dominance. And that has a lot to do with how you orgasm, your approaches to sex, et cetera. Mm. And then gender expression is on rides on top of the actual physical construct of our bodies. And gender expression is something that can be very fluid your whole life long. And I believe we have a full panoply of gender expression inside all of us. Mm. And one of the things you'll see is that as women become more sexually confident, they become a little more dominant. They're willing to get on top and ride him cowgirl. They're willing to tell him what they want. They're willing to take control in the bedroom. And as men become more confident in their sex life, they're willing to do things like experience prostate pleasure or P-spot orgasms or allow receiving mm. or showing their pleasure rather than just trying to do us. They're now present with us and getting out of their performance anxiety mindset and into heart connection with us. And that's what I teach. And that works for all genders, all gender expressions, gotcha. Gotcha. everything. And so it doesn't matter to me where you are on that spectrum. My techniques work for you, no matter how you present it. in the moment. And that's always a moving target for a lot of us. Yeah, it is. All right. So <laughs> you're so fun. Thank Aww. you so you much. You had some great questions and we powered through them. We did. We got and to a lot. Important and hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and my listeners, they really are open to exploring. And they're, yeah. I think anyone who is always looking for self-improvement, sexuality is part of it, you know, yeah. and they want to keep their partners and themselves growing and having fun. And they really are more on the exploratory side. Yes. You know, and I think a lot of it is because, you know, they like who they are, man. They like who they are. Good. Yeah. So like that really helps. Too. All right. So before we go, though, we have to do a different rapid fire. Just a okay. fun thing about you. Ready? Yeah. Favorite color. Turquoise. Favorite food. Salad. All right. 
you could do anything you want from morning to night. What would one of your favorite days look like? What would you do? Oh, make love all day. All day. There you go. Any specific location or it wouldn't matter where you are? Oh, by a, in front of a fire in a room with beautiful orange lighting. Uh, and um, Orange lighting. Yeah, because specific. that makes you look good. I always bring orange CFL party bulbs everywhere I go and put them into the lamps in the hotel rooms and things like that. Like of I'm seeing right now. And in my bedroom, there's orange CFL bulbs because I like good lighting. And I orange light makes us look pretty. Of all things, I did not know that at yeah. all. Orange lighting. Yeah, orange lighting and sexy music and lots of mirrors and great organic avocado oil for lovemaking and um, some really good sex toys and some lingerie and uh, lots of good snacks, healthy snacks, fresh fruits and things like that. Green juice. (laughs) Green juice is going to get you good for sex. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. If you could be an animal, what would you be and why? Snow leopard. I don't think I've ever had a snow leopard. <laughs> why Why snow leopard? Because they're even cuter than cougars. Oh. And I like to ski. And I like to purr. That's good. I cannot do it. I'll just spit on you. All right. When I say the word universe, what does it mean to you? Well, I think it means that we're all connected. And um, that when we bring our loving heart to the world, everybody can feel the ripples of that. Yeah, that's good. Susan, how can they find you? I know we're going to put it all down, but yep. tell us. You got all the links for the various things. Um, my video website has hundreds of free videos on any subject, including the O-Shots and all those things we talked about. Um, and that's at betterlover.com. My main website is personallifemedia.com. And that's where you can go to index the thousands of articles I've written on everything sexual. And then you can follow me on Instagram. I am at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N. B-R-A-T-T-O-N, Bratton, like the brat that weighs a ton. And um, those are the three, I think, best places to find the things that you'd want from me. (laughs) Okay. My let's keep it real, people. Did she keep it real? I know. (laughs) I know you're going to want to share this, which we really appreciate it. Like it, rate it, subscribe. Susan and I will be truly grateful. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.